T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The 12 o'clock hour, Rob Cherry in for Glenn Mack now with Mike Sielski on a Saturday midday. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask you about your latest project. Cool. Mike. So uh, before we get to that, and, and talk about your last project as well, uh, the Kobe book. Yeah, yeah. Which will uh, be back uh, out in paperback soon? Yeah, it's, it's going to be out in paperback come January, January 17th. Um, there's uh, some good stuff ahead related to Kobe in the book um, that I can't get into any details about, but hopefully we'll be able to, to talk about that publicly soon. And uh, it was really a labor of love, the book The Rise, um, that I did about Kobe and his his early life that came out earlier this year. So, and the uh, podcasts thanks. were great, too. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I am Kobe. We got, um, you know, I know your ties to the local basketball scene, Rob. We got our hands on uh, tapes of interviews that Kobe did when he was 16, 17, 18 years old. Uh, that nobody had ever heard before. They were they were kept by a guy who, again, his name is probably familiar to people who are plugged into the local basketball scene, a guy named Jeremy Treatman, who had been a friend of Kobe's when Kobe was in high school, had done some interviews He was a coach there as well. He was. Lower he was Mary. kind of, when Kobe was at Lower Marion, Jeremy was kind of like the media relations guy, would set up all of Kobe's interviews, and the two of them had tried to do a book together. Uh, it didn't come off, bad timing and a few other reasons, but Jeremy kept these tapes, and were they cassette tapes? They were micro cassettes. <laughs> right. He had not found them in 20 some years. And as I was doing the research for the book, uh, I, I've known Jeremy a long time. He, he helped me with the book. And then a couple days before Christmas 2020, he was cleaning out his garage and he found the tapes on a shelf in his garage. And so I was able to take them, listen to them, weave that into the book, and then we turned them into this podcast where you can actually hear Kobe talking about his mom and dad and why he jumped to the NBA from high school and him taking Brandy to the senior prom and all kinds of really cool stuff. And it's a fa- and you can still listen to it on podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's still out there. You know, wherever you get your podcast called I Am Kobe, the book's still in stores on Amazon, all of that. So, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. I appreciate that. All right, we'll talk about the uh, the new book in a couple of minutes. Let's get uh, run through some calls here. Doug in Coatesville, you're 94 WIP. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, hey, Mike, just to start, I wanted to say I often would tune in Saturdays uh, because of Ray and his professorial kind of vibe and you sliding in and kind of keeping a very similar vibe really has been a, a, a difficult task. And congratulations on doing a great job on that so far. That's very kind of you to say, Doug. Thanks. Um, Ray's got, as I said, the first show, Ray's got Bob Lanier size sneakers. And my feet are only twenty threes. Those are twenty threes. Yeah, my feet are only a size nine. So um, I'm just going to be me, and uh, I appreciate that very much. 
Uh, not a problem. You put, they, I think your shoes have probably grown to a ten and a half so far. <laughs> That's nice of you to say. So I was actually calling your question you posed about other sports that could be covered or things like that. I um, hits me sometimes. I will be listening, and I often listen to the afternoon show with Reese and Marks driving home from work, or I would tune in Saturday. And sometimes it just seems like we're repeating the same things about the Eagles and the major three sports. Um, and then the, the earlier caller mentioned bringing in the union, which is great. But the focus there is all pro sports. And I think there are a lot of sports fans that enjoy their college sports. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got a lot of great colleges in Philly. And if we spread it to, you know, Penn State or even Pittsburgh, there's a ton that's going on that could be a – probably would make a segment. I don't know if there'd be enough interest to keep it going, but I think it'd be something worth looking at of having a, you know, different things going on in our local sports teams that aren't the, the five pro teams and looking at the college sports. Doug, I think you make a great no. I think you make a great point, particularly about college sports, and I would say particularly about Penn State. Penn State I, football. Yeah, yeah, I think the we undersell both at the station and certainly I think at the Inquirer. Not that not that the people who have covered Penn State over the years for the Inquirer did a poor job. To the contrary, but I think in some ways the coverage of Penn State suffers for the overwhelming interest in the Eagles. Um, that there's only so many resources a place like the Inquirer has to be able to devote to Penn State football. But man. There are a ton of devoted Penn State football fans in the Delaware Valley, and it probably does warrant more attention. Penn State had a, a, a lot of run, a lot of uh, championship runs under Joe Paterno. I think they won two national championships, mm-hmm. played for at least one or two others. Yep. yep. Uh, not quite as much, obviously, under James Franklin. Yeah, no, but still very, very popular. Um, still a national program that, that commands some attention in that regard. And I think Doug's other point about the college sports um, – I think that was probably truer early, in an earlier time where um, people who grew up in Philadelphia, they grew up with the Big Five, they might have moved outside the city but kept that connection to the city in a way that people growing up, I grew up you know, in Upper Dublin Township technically, but like Glenside, Jenkintown, that kind of area, a lot of college basketball fans there, but as people move in from other parts of the country as the the circle kind of gets wider and wider the the interest in the big five i think is diffused a little bit the rivalries aren't as heated as they once were and you're one-sided yeah i mean the the other factor is and i've kidded him about this uh and i've said it in print jay wright killed the big five he did because he he brought it back together because he brought the round robin back but destroyed everybody yeah and it just took villanova to a level that the other four programs and, and even drexel aren't at so um you know do i think we should talk about that stuff more i would love to um the question is whether it drives interest in readers and listeners and all of that stuff i think around march madness it does but other than that it doesn't seem to and it's because there's just it's a one-team big fight and i love temple i went to temple love LaSalle basketball but Mm -hmm. it's been all villanova lately yeah it really has um and you know to me a really fascinating story to follow this coming year is going to be how Kyle Neptune fares as Villanova's head coach and the transition that Nova makes from the J era to whatever is to come.
Or you could just go back to your old school. Friend of, you're returning to LaSalle. How about it? It's uh, it, Again, it's going to be interesting to uh, to watch what Dumpf does. I mean, he's the third time he's been a Big Five head coach uh, in one of the programs in the city. And uh, uh, I know there's renewed optimism because yeah. everybody has the utmost respect for, for Dumpf. Um, but it's going to be a challenge uh, at my alma mater. It I is. would think so. Yeah. Uh, Nick in Collegeville. Nick, you're a 90 for WIP. Mike, Angry Rob, how you guys doing? Great, Nick. So real quick, uh, Villanova. I mean, it's an important season for Villanova because, look, at the end of the day, it's a very small school, and it was Jay Wright and the wins they had in the last five, six, seven years that kept them in basically the top five eyeballs of the nation. If under this new coach they have an average, a below-average season, Villanova might just be forgotten when it comes to freshmen looking for a smaller school on a big time platform so this is important for them yeah it's it's like i said it's going to be interesting to see how kyle handles this what he keeps from what jay did what he learned from jay uh and and where he might take the program moving forward um because you're right in some ways it's kind of ironic nick the national profile of villanova was in some ways higher than the local always profile. higher yeah. oh it's always been higher i mean it's unbelievable how much higher the inter- the national profile is by the way i called real quick you said uh mayor of east town earlier you guys said that Mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for what's her name as a lead actress, it, it was just a you know a slightly above average crime story. In well, I loved it. I don't know why, but I Listen, loved it. I, I, I know you. Go ahead. I mean, ahead. I can name five other ones that are about the same or better, like Broad Church. I know it's English. I know Glenn is a big England a break mm-hmm. um, break crime guy, but it, it's it was good. I'm, I, I don't want. I don't want to say it was great. It was good. I mean, I can see how you would love it because you have. We have a little more natural bias. I live in Delaware County and all that, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Kate Winslet fan too. Yeah, I'm a big Kate fan, mm-hmm. and and she did a great job. But yeah, like I said I can name five off the top of my head that are crime dramas as good or better. Gotcha. But um, now your philosophy of just punt returner. Yes, I get that. Listen, I get that on paper. But how about this? Let me give you this scenario: the uh, the Eagles' opponent are backed up and they're on their two yard line. They have to punt. You're putting a guy out there just to field it so it doesn't roll 80 yards and then you're inside your own 20? Or do you do you just go, no, never, Chip Kelly, like, we never use this guy ever, doesn't matter the circumstance? I think you would have to have the right guy to do it, and that's kind of why I bring it up, is that I'm not sure that the Eagles do. Um, it's one of the trickier, more challenging roles to be filled on a team. Um, yeah. you, you can't just throw anybody back there and say, well, no, just catch, tried the, that, right? yeah, just catch Bloom, the ball Bloom from the Olympics. Right. Exactly. Right. So, um, look, could that theoretically happen? It absolutely could. And it might be a chance that if a team wants to get creative, it's got to take what's interesting about it, Nick, is there, there's a coach in high school. I forget exactly what part of the country, but he's, he's one of the top high school coaches, uh, in, in the nation. His program is great. And he has never put a punt returner back there for this very I reason. i got to check that out. Yeah, um, yeah but, but you know what? Your point about yeah. when you're pinned in the end, in the end on the two-yard line, you got to put. You have to have a punt returner. You I can't agree. let it bounce 50 yards or 40 yards. But whatever. you can't change the field position on, yeah. on just long. It's like, it's like roulette. You're rolling, you're rolling the – you're actually like dice. You're rolling the dice to see who gets the better bounce. But here's my, here's my union thing. I sure. love soccer. I played soccer. My, I, I was in the state championship game when I was a senior, a, a junior in my high school. So I love soccer, um, but I don't watch a union. I've been down there for games. I bring my wife because I'm literally seven minutes away from the stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm in Brookhaven, so it's great to go down there. The guy was right; it's always packed. But 
like if you watch if you watch MLS or, or any type of international soccer, like you're talking, you know, Division two school or three school versus pro football. It, it's it's a whole different thing. So it's cool. And, and what, what do people talk about soccer? I love it. But what I do people it. talk about? What do they discuss about soccer? You know, games? that's the whole thing. Like like we can X and O. You guys have been X and Oing football for the last three months. All right, which is absurd in my opinion. But anyway, you can do it and get callers all day long. Doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday rainy in February or a summer hot day in July. But what are you going to do with soccer, even hockey? That's why it doesn't get covered. It's like, oh, the blue line, you know, they got to hold the blue line more. Uh, you know, there's too much of a gap between the offensive line and your, your two defenders. I'm like, what, what are we going to say? Like, you can't. Yeah. That, so. Nick, thanks. Thanks, Nick. That's a, that's a great call. Um, that's and a great a good, point. A great yeah. point. Yeah. And, um, Right, like, where's the controversy, right? Like, the union are really good, but we can't... I certainly am not equipped to break down a soccer match in the way that I could have been. Is anybody? Game. Is that even the people to go to the games? What are they going to... If you want to call, great, but what do you... What's the gist yeah. of the phone call? Yeah. They had a great game today? Great chance in the stands? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's a great. that's a great point. Talk radio does thrive and rely on... Things that you can debate and discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, to Kevin's uh, um, Nick's point, excuse me. Um, the coach I was referring to is named Kevin Kelly. He's been a longtime coach at Pulaski Academy in Little Rock, Arkansas. He's been written about nationally. He was on HBO's Real Sports. And while Nick makes a great point about what happens if you're pinned deep and you let the the, the, the other team punts the ball away and you let it roll, Kelly's argument is on average. Um, it'll all even out that often the ball will bounce forward in, in, in totality. You're really not losing that much in terms of field position. This guy has a good record. He's one of the top coaches in the country, but again, it's high school and it's, I admit it's outside the box. And I'm just saying that with the Eagles as they are now, if they had Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson in their prime, I wouldn't be arguing this. They don't have a great punt returner. So something they ought to think about. All right. Before we uh, break here, let's let me ask you about the, your latest project you're working on. Sure. So I, I um, just signed a contract to be able to work on a new book, um, and it's going to be all about the history or a history of the slam dunk. Uh, the slam dunk, or just the dunk, or just the dunk. You right, know, the right. idea of kind of tracing basketball through that shot. For instance, the first official dunk in the game is supposed to have taken place at the 1936 Olympics in Berlin, kind of as a in a way, like a gesture to Adolf Hitler. You get into Wilt. Wow. Yeah, Wilt and Russell um, and playing above the rim and the NCAA's ban of it. For, 19- it was like three years, right? Ten years. 1967 to 77. And it was banned because of... Because of Lou Alcindor. Yeah. Um, because... It was too easy for him. Yeah. Yeah. And probably some other reasons, too, that we could get into. Um, but then you get into Dr. J and Michael Jordan and the 1988 slam dunk contest, which is the seminal moment in NBA history. Which Jordan really, and Dominique, Dominique Wilkins, yeah. who I just talked to yesterday, Dominique. Um, and he was great remembering that that contest. But all that kind of stuff. I slam a jamma and the 83 Final Four and John Morant nowadays. And the fact that the three-point shot has become cooler than the dunk in a lot of ways. There's a whole deep kind of fun history with the dunk and with basketball and with kind of the way America has changed over time. So I'm going to take the next year and write this book and hopefully people 
find it fun. Who are the uh, some of the people you're talking to or uh, hope to talk to? I've, I've spoken to Dominique Wilkins. Uh, I'm going to be talking to Julia Serving. Uh, I'm planning to do some traveling for the research, hopefully get to Memphis to talk to John Morant, um, get to some Sixers games, talk to some people from the past. Uh, as I mentioned, the first dunk being in the 1936 Olympics was by a guy named Joe Fortenberry, who grew up in Texas. His son still lives down there and apparently loves talking about his dad. Um, so I'm going to go down to Amarillo, Texas to, to interview uh, Joe's son. Uh, so this is kind of the fun thing to do with a, with a book project. You get to go where you want to go and, and take it in whatever direction you want to. It was before the NBA, 1936. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the gold medal game of the 36th Summer Olympics. Any Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, there'll be some, there'll yeah. be some Globetrotters. There'll be some... You know, a lot of Philly ties to, to things like this. You know who was a great basketball player and who played above the rim before he debuted with the Brooklyn Dodgers? Jackie Robinson. I thought you were going to say Sandy Koufax, because Sandy Him was too. actually a pretty good player, too. Sandy, I, I got a text message from a dear friend of mine who said, you got to include Koufax in this book. Because uh, he could he could throw it down, too. Good luck uh, getting him to talk, yeah, though. Yeah, that'll be know. like, you know... Um, that's like trying to find what JD Salinger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, that's a, this sounds like a great project. When when do you expect to have it uh, published? I'm hoping to have it finished uh, sometime next year, and it'll be out in 2024. Nice, nice. So, thanks, Rob Cherry, in for Glenn Mack now with Mike Sielski. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four WIP Sports Time twelve twenty one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.